2: 520 on your Thursday afternoon. Hello, everyone. I'm Haley Tenpass. Uh, you were listening to Focus Fox Valley, and we are two weeks away from Thanksgiving. Uh, and on a Thursday morning, you might be prepping food, you might be watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, or you might be running in the turkey trot. And we're learning all about it from race director John Morey in Appleton this afternoon. Hi, John. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm <coughs> excuse me, I got a little bit of the frog in my throat from raking my lawn <laughs> yesterday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, frogs in our throats, turkeys trotting. It's 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 a fun time uh, in Appleton on uh, Thanksgiving morning, a fun race in the area.
0: It is. And it's actually people, a lot of folks don't really realize that the turkey trot is as big as it's gotten. Um, the Appleton turkey trot is, is actually the biggest turkey trot in the state. Really? And the group of all 10 Locations is one of the biggest turkey trots in the whole country and one of the biggest race series, actually, in the whole country.
2: Wow. How long has it been around?
0: Uh, this is the 11th year. Okay. Yep. So we had our big anniversary year last year, and uh, we just keep on trucking. You know, it's, it's been a family tradition. We're really excited about uh, having moms, dads, kids, dogs. There's a dog jog which is more like a dog walk, but uh, actually it's more like a, a dog show is what I think it's like. People bring their dogs and dress them up and have a good time.
2: Yeah, let's talk about race day because a lot of people might not think that, you know, running a running a 5K or more would be their ideal start to a morning, but uh, you guys get such a great turnout. And describe what the day is like for, for people who might not have participated before.
0: Well, the day, especially in, in at the Appleton event, um, being in downtown Appleton and being right by the Red Lion uh, Paper Valley, uh, as folks know if they've been there for Oktoberfest or other events, it's it's kind of like everybody gets nice and cozy, gets it all you know, snuggle up between the buildings, and we're talking about a crowd of about ten thousand people. So um, everybody kind of keeps themselves warm. There's a lot of jumping around and and getting excited with music and fun and. Uh, the biggest thing that we have is we have actually a couple different events. We have the five mile run, which goes first. Um, then we have the two mile walk, which actually this year we're actually encouraging folks to, if they want to run it, they can run it as a fun run. So there's a two mile fun run, a two mile walk, and then the two mile dog jog. So, uh, it all takes place really fast and furious. Um, and then folks get a little bit of exercise in and they can go eat as much turkey as they want.
2: Yeah, I love that. You know, getting a little exercise in before before that big meal. We all know it's a day of of, of getting stuffed, and uh, you know, you get the first plate, the second plate, the third plate. No one's judging. Nice to get a little exercise in though before. You mentioned a couple different uh, levels though of of the race. Um, you see a lot of people of all ages out at a turkey trot, right?
0: Oh sure, yeah. That's that's the part that's really fun is uh, not only you have parents and. And kids and strollers and, like I said, dogs and um, there's senior citizens that are out there. Um, as a matter of fact, our turkey, his name is Boomer. He's our uh, <laughs> our mascot. He's running the two mile this year. Oh, actually, he ran it last year. I think he got in a little over his head, but he did a little training. So this <laughs> year he's ready to do it. And uh, uh, yeah, it's really it's anybody from the competitive athletes that are in the five mile run to the people that are poking along and, you know, arm-in-arm arm with their kids and grandparents. And it's really, 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 really neat.
2: And you mentioned the dogs, too. You let the dogs go for a little run in this, too?
0: Yeah. Um, the the dogs, especially in downtown Appleton, are a rare thing because this is the one opportunity that I know um, with the city that this is an exemption to having your dog downtown with other folks. So it's kind of a rare opportunity to get out and, and walk with maybe three or 400 more dogs. So... If your dog's well-behaved and it likes to be on a leash and likes to bark, (laughs) <laughs> Perfect place for him.
2: Uh So I was at Festival Foods today, actually, getting some groceries, getting a few things. And I noticed you had a section of, of swag. Uh, you had yep. socks and, and, and hats and shirts. Um, so you, people can you know get decked out. People like to dress up for the event.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and this year we actually have um, something called the Fun Squad. So we actually have a group of people that are out kind of judging the costumes and the get-ups um on event mornings, so they're handing out coupons for free stuff from from festival um there's going to be noisemakers and there's going to be beads and who knows what beach balls um there's a lot of different things out there so uh yeah it's 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 part of the part of the fun you know it's it's the kind of the last run of the season you know because it's supposed to snow tomorrow (laughs) um so it's the last run of the season so everybody kind of hams it up and has a good time
2: Now, you said Appleton is the biggest race in Wisconsin, but you have a lot of races all across the state. So people are maybe traveling, you know, to grandma's or to an aunt and uncle's. um, You have a lot of different other locations that people can participate.
0: Sure. I mean, that's that's very commonplace where people uh, maybe are from the Fox Valley here, but grandma's up in Green Bay. So uh, they go up to grandma's. They sign up for the Green Bay Turkey Trot by Lambeau Field and they run it there. Um, the one thing do be uh, aware of, though, is when you get on our website, all 10 locations are on there. So we don't want you signing up for Janesville or Eau Claire if you're going to be running in, in Appleton. So uh, just make sure to click on Appleton when you do that, and you're going to be set.
2: And if you are traveling, I, I I mentioned this to John earlier, but you have some celebrities who are participating. I see that uh, from the Bachelorette, Peter Krause will be in Madison, yep. and uh, if you're if you're going to run in Green Bay, the Manitowoc Minutes, Charlie Barrons will be uh, up in Green Bay for the Turkey Trot. So right, you guys like to have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it, this will be really kind of new and infra, you know, informal, and it's it's like I say, everything about this event is about, all about fun and family. So. We want to really be able to, uh, to have folks, uh, I guess, really embrace the family aspect of things and be just entertained by um, the people that are going to be there. Appleton usually has some entertainment up our sleeves. Like one year we did a you know, go Pack go chant when the, when the Bears were at the hotel there. <laughs> I guess we woke up the owner of the, you know, the Chicago Bears. She wasn't very happy. Um, but uh, we usually have something up our sleeve in Appleton too.
2: Absolutely. So, if people um want to 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 register, is it a pre-register thing? Can they register the day of?
0: They can do both. Um, right now, uh, if you register online by the 18th at midnight, um, the rates are going to be lower than they would if you show up. And obviously. Um, there's going to be some commotion and it's going to be busy. Um, you pay a little bit more if you do it event day and event morning. So I would just say try to get it done by the 18th and it's just you go to festivalfoodsturkeytrot.com. One and, big word.
2: Yeah. And before I forget, there's a couple of presents. You get a couple of uh, things uh, oh, yeah. w- w- for running or walking, a pumpkin pie. You Usually. get a
0: pumpkin pie, which is the same same pies that you get at festival. They call it, they're called upper crust pies. So if you're familiar with those, they're great. And you get your own little personal upper crust pie. And then we also have long sleeve. Uh, they're like a soft. Um, They're not really a tech shirt. They're more like a softy shirt. So if you like to snuggle in a long-sleeve shirt when you're watching a movie or Netflix or whatever, um, it's perfect for that, and it can be used also for an athletic shirt. But they're kind of a teal blue, kind of a funky electric blue, which is awesome this year.
2: Well, John, I am so excited for this year's event, and I hope you guys have a wonderful turnout. And Appleton can be number one once again.
0: We are, and we're always growing. For some reason, Appleton just keeps to clip along. I think we're like two or 300 more people than last year. Awesome. So it's it's exciting.
2: Two weeks from today, November 22nd, starts at 8 o'clock in Correct. the morning uh, at the Red Line Hotel Paper Valley. John Morey, race director, thank you so much for being here this afternoon. You're
0: welcome. Thanks.
2: We're going to take a quick break, but I do want to again mention folks a little bit of a traffic backup right now on I-41 southbound just uh, near the Ballard Road on ramp there. Traffic backing up to the 441 on ramp as well. So uh, just a heads up there also around the bend going northbound on 41 by Fox Valley Tech traffic backing up there as well. We'll have more of Focus Fox Valley coming up next right here on WHBY. And we are back with more of Focus Fox Valley 542 the time on your Thursday. Glad to have you with us and glad to be welcoming Ellis into the studio this afternoon. We are talking all about the Sundog Letters, uh, a really unique program or what do you call it? A uh, experiment in communication in the Fox Valley. An experiment in connection. In connection. Okay. Yeah. Same. Same. Close. Close, yeah. but not quite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that. Experiment in connection. Um, so, where do we even begin? Tell us a little bit of maybe about yourself and and what the sundog letters are.
3: Okay, about myself. I'm just kind of the proxy for the um the whole the whole group because it's completely anonymous. So um the group itself is uh, artists who got together and they wanted to do um, individual works, but also collectively larger works. So um they send out gifts to people who write them letters. And then uh, once a year, they create a exhibit that kind of showcases everything they've went through that year.
2: Where did this idea even come from? Where did it stem from? It kind of came out of a fog of
3: a uh, feeling of disconnectedness, a uh, feeling of the, how silly it is to be so disconnected when we really are the same, you know, and we are all going through the same things, maybe at different times, but um, that need for empathy is is very present. So,
2: um, yeah, yeah, it came, it came out of all of that. Interesting. And you've done kind of one round of this, right? right. So how did how did that go? What was the response like? There was a wonderful response. Uh, about
3: eighty different people participated um on on that end of it m- we got way more letters than that because uh there were thank yous and and a few of the people have continued on and they still continue to write kind of like a a pen pal mm. type thing um a great a great response um the first show was really exciting a lot of interesting new work came out of it and i'm i'm really looking forward to what i hear from uh how this year is going. I'm looking forward to the next show. Basically what I did, my capacity in that was I curated the show. So I wasn't present to a lot of like the making or the working of, but um, being able to install was really important for me and very a very special experience. And what types of, of art were you working with? So for the curation, there was larger sculptural pieces. There were prints, drawings, um, conceptual works that it was more about what it wanted to be than than what it actually was if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um yeah drawings uh I know that the gifts that are sent out are are very diverse as well and they range from like small drawings poems stories to uh ceramics, paintings. It depends on the connection they, f- the artist feels with that that participant. And then it goes from there.
2: Yeah, that's the unique thing about this. So, uh, for example, myself, I write a letter. And it can be anything. It could be, absolutely, you know, my thought on the day. It could be, hi, how are you? Really, yep. sky is the limit here. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. Then the artist receives it. And then where do they go?
3: So they read it and they reread it and reread it. And they really... Uh, try to connect with the words connect uh, they that's why it's so important that it's handwritten you know to get a a sense of uh, of the person and uh, they internalize that they wait a little bit I mean sometimes I've heard the of the ideas coming immediately as soon as they read it the first time they know what they're going to do and then I've heard of it taking like weeks before it comes to them like oh this is what needs to happen this is where it where it needs to go, so it's a it's a big
2: project, but it, there's so many variables it's a beautiful project, I think, um, yeah, and like you mentioned that that connection um, you know just seeing some, something as simple as a letter because first of all, who writes letters anymore these days absolutely it's so hard to find people who are still writing letters um, and to get something so you know personal in return um, it's I can't imagine the smile on people's faces when they finally get their piece of art. In the mail, have they ever? Um, have you ever heard back any feedback on what people when people receive their art back? They they have, and that is the goal. When you say that
3: smile, that's the absolute goal. And most of the time, uh, the the artists don't know what happens. Most of the time, it's just a hope, and that's never um, followed up on. Once in a while, uh, and there's actually statistics. There's someone who's keeping track of absolutely the tiniest detail of what what's going on like what kind of people write um the that whole part but um once in a while there will be a thank you and and a more in-depth of how it really touched them how it affected them.
2: And then uh, ultimately you put the letters on display. Um, you remove the personal, any personal identifiers, uh, of course, but you put those letters on display. Yes, they. that's what they wanted for this last show. I'm not exactly
3: sure how it will be presented oh, okay. in the next chapter, um, but the last show, uh, there was a whole wall of nothing but letters, and it was photocopies because the originals are still, like, held Um And yeah, it was it was a really interesting show because some people just wanted to read the letters and and they were put up really high because reading each letter wasn't necessarily the goal, but it was to to get an idea of the volume, you know, and and how uh, the different uh, penmanships looked together. So yeah, it was it was a really interesting piece.
2: So what is the current state of, of the
3: Sundog Letters project? The current state, well, it's continuing indefinitely. There are no knock on wood. there's no end in sight. It's it's a it's very fluid in, in the way emotions and, and people are. We're always changing. Um, and that's why I think it's important. I think it was a good idea that they decided to chapter it you know, to really kind of put a tie on that and, and see what the next year brings. Mm. So this year is, uh, is, is good. The, the letters that are coming in are, are beautiful. I, I don't get to read all of them, but the ones that I do are, they're moving, and some of them are short and sweet, and some are really, really deep, really,
2: really beautiful work. Mm. So if people maybe are thinking, I would like to send a letter, um, how can they go about doing that? I hope everyone is thinking that. Um, <laughs>
3: all they'd have to do is send their letter to the Dog Letters at P.O. Box 1514, Appleton, Wisconsin,
2: 54912. And we will, of course, have this um, address o- also over at WHBY.com if you didn't have a chance to jot it down. And Alice will say it again before we do part. Um, are you ever looking for more artists to join, to join the project? Um, it's always open. Um, so there
3: is there's a, a process, there's an application and then there's a it's, it's actually very, very in depth because anonymity is so important to the heart, the spirit of the whole project. So, yes, we are looking for more artists, um, but it is a it is a process. Um, all they would have to do is um, if anyone wanted to join, they would just have to email the sundog
2: letters at gmail. Okay, and then I guess what do you, what is the hope for the future for, of this project? What are you hoping to see in the next year or two? Um, well, this last
3: year has been magic, and we hope that magic continues. Um, there's mystery in life. There's mystery in every day, and we hope that this really highlights that 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 feeling that you can't always uh,
2: articulate, but it's good. Mm. We are so lucky to have something like this right here in Appleton. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. If you could, once again, just let us know that P.O. box, that address. And, of course, we'll also have it over at WHBY.com. Of course. Thank you. Um, It's the Sundog Letters at P.O. Box 1514, Appleton, Wisconsin, 54912. Thank you again for being here and for telling us more about the Sundog Letters. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of Focus Fox Valley right after this. You're listening to WHBY.